what happens when after three and a half years, the Cultured Podcast comes to an end. On this episode of the Cultured Podcast, I'm joined by three of the most badass women you'll ever know for a final goodbye to the Cultured crew. <laughs> Lego. Welcome to the Cultured Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Corey, and together we'll journey into the unknown reaches of the art world. Hello, my babies. Uh, this is super weird. <laughs> this is the final episode of the Cultured Podcast. That's right. After three and a half years of recording and producing and releasing independently 81 episodes, this is it. And that doesn't mean the inspiration's ending. That doesn't mean the art is ending. That doesn't mean the curiosity's ending. That just means I am ending. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that just means this podcast is not going to be actively produced anymore until Netflix picks it up as a show. But until then, <laughs> you know, I thought there was no, I mean, I thought, Ina, our producer, thought there was no better way to say goodbye than to have a council of the cultured bibbies. <laughs> And so on this, our final episode, my inspiration are the three women you're about to hear from. And it feels like something we should have done earlier because these are some incredible human beings and they are the ones who have been putting their heart and their passion into making this show for you for years now. So you're about to meet Ina Garkusha, our producer, Becca Godwin, our associate producer, and Jessica Olivier, our content quam. Yes, quam. And I think you're going to fall in love with them the same way that I have throughout these past few years of knowing them, working with them, and becoming so a part of their lives and they becoming a part of mine. So you're about to hear some origin story and some really special BTS moments that we've never shared openly. And I think it's going to give you a whole new taste of what cultured has been like as something so far beyond just a podcast. My babies, I love you so much, but I'm not going to say goodbye yet because there's a whole friggin' episode. Don't leave yet. Okay, let go. Welcome, my babies. And this time, I'm talking to Jessica, Becca, and Ina. <laughs> For the first time ever, I'm saying welcome my bebes to actual bebes I'm looking at on the screen. And here we are, the final ever episode ever across all time space of the Cultured Podcast. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, okay. That was weak, but that's okay. That's the state we're in right now. <laughs> so yeah, here we are. Uh, the final episode. Uh, the people who just barely said hello 
are (laughs) the incredible powerhouse women behind the Cultured Podcast and have been a part of it with me for years now, which is super crazy to say. Um, Uh, I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt. I feel like a part of the reason why this can get a little awkward is because there's four of us on one call. And so we're trying our best not to like talk over each other because that's not going to translate well. I feel like maybe a better approach is to sort of introduce each one of us as like our role and our involvement or just introduce each one of us and we can each then have space to say hello, to say, um, you know, how we're involved, what our role is and what our involvement is. That was the perfect way to introduce our producer, Ina. (laughs) (laughs) That was the perfect way to introduce Ina Garkusha, the one, the only, the producer. If you ever think that a podcast episode sounds super natural and polished, it's because someone like Ina is right there being like, hey guys, you're being awkward AF. Let's take that from the top, Michelle. Um, Lace your boots up. (laughs) Get in the zone and let's do this. So that's Ina. Say hello, Ina. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Thank um, you. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, that was a very, a probably pretty good encapsulation of what I do for Cultured and how I manage Michelle for every session. And then the other perfect encapsulation of who's with us today is the absolute silence and and chuckles and giggles in the background. And that's because we've got two of our strategists with us and strategists for frequency. But in terms of um, cultured, we've got our associate producer, Becca Godwin, who uh, has handled guest booking and scheduling and (laughs) managing my Instagram direct messages to her being like, we have to bring them on the podcast, like ad nauseum, and then reaching out to them and managing booking them on the show and everything like that. Say hello, Becca. Hello, Michelle's babies. <laughs> it's babies. Babies. Very good. Very good accent. Excellent quality. And then last, but certainly boitantly not least, <laughs> of all the boitantlys in the world, the certainly isn't the least, Jessica Olivia. And she <laughs> she uh, writes all of the episode titles and descriptions for the show. She's also our lead content strategist at Frequency, one of the smartest, sharpest brains you'll ever know, and also has uh, hung on to for most of this time working on the Cultured Podcast content, like what you see on the blog and everything, because she just loves it. And it's her little baby. Say hello, Jessica. Hello. <laughs> Y'all, it's such an honor to be here and and to talk to the crew, the cultured crew, the babies. The babies. This is super weird. Um, Not just like that this is coming to an end after the four of us have been working on this bebe for four years or for almost four years. Um, but also the fact that we're all in this conversation together and we finally get to show like the dynamics of the team and what the kind of love and passion that has gone into making this show for these past three and a half years. Um, so it's, it's weird, but it's like super special and it kind of feels like, huh, how have we not done this before? Right. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking that, but it's appropriate. 
it's so appropriate. How are you guys feeling now, like with the end? I mean, we can Tarantino this a little bit and just talk about how we're feeling currently. Well, I feel like in true frequency fashion, it's a time warp where I'm, it feels like it should be coming to an end because we've done it for 10 years. But then also (laughs) it feels like it shouldn't be coming to an end because we only just got started. And so it's kind of this weird place of feeling like we, we've done so much and grown so much and it's beautiful to look at, but it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet to say goodbye to a show that really uh, shaped and formed my love for podcasts. The only way I'm coping with it is by telling myself that despite you just saying that it's the end for all time and all universes or something to that effect is to just time space completely ignore that and (laughs) think that one day we could still revive the culture podcast. Listen, if Netflix wants to commission a cultured show and have us travel around interviewing artists and art forms from around the world, absolutely. But uh, until then, never again. <gasps> also, I never say never. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, if Sex in the City can come back again, I mean, minus Samantha. But we're doing a reboot of Sex in the City. Anything is possible. Oh my God, you're right. That was perfection. <laughs> I have zero arguments to that. You're right. Now, coming soon, cultured podcast, the movie one, two, three, and seven. <laughs> Just skip four through six. Yeah, I think um, how I'm feeling about culture being over. It's very bittersweet. Cultured was like the catalyst for so many things and like for so much that we have now in the future. But I think it feels right and it feels appropriate. And I think the reason why is because I realized that we can still honor it for what it's done and the role that it's played while sort of putting it to rest and and focusing now like towards the future and what's in front of us. Mm. So well put. So well put. And I mean, it really, it really is, uh, we have culture to thank for where we all are today with frequency and, and the amazing work we do with frequency. So to that end, uh, I know, Ina, you were like, I don't want you to be the interviewer for this, but I can't help it. God damn it. To that end, I would love to hear you know, your origin stories with Cultured. Like, we never do this, you know? Like, we lived all this together, but you never hear someone recount an experience that, like, you take for granted as just part of your life. So, I mean, Jess, let's start with you because you are the OG of the OGs. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, last night, decided to, to go back in time, do a little, like, time jumping. And I looked at my emails from 2017. And there was uh, a June 2017 email. And it's so, uh, it's wild, because our dynamic has, isn't where it's at now. So it's, Mm. you know, hello, Jessica, would you like to sample the first cultured episode? And I was like, I would love to, you know, and the thing of how we've grown as family since then, (laughs) just looking at the press release, editing like the original press release when it came out, Oh my God. Um, guest outreach emails, you know, from my Gmail to potential guests and just like figuring it out 
uh, as we went along mm-hmm. and that beginning, those beginning lessons that you have to learn. And the only way you can learn them is by doing, doing them. And, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of really wonderful memories in there. There's like the tough lessons where you look at some of the stuff. Like I look at some of my episode descriptions from the early days and I'm like, look at your growth. You've grown <laughs> so hard. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to look back in time and think how much the show has grown and how much our roles have grown since 2017. Oh my God, that is such a trip. I can't even, I, di- I have not seen those emails in so long. Like, I will forward And them. to think about like you and I being in that place of like, hello, Jessica, like new people to each other is so weird because now we're basically like family. You know, I consider you amongst my closest friends in addition to like right hand in frequency, you know? I mean, I've got all my hands, <laughs> my frequency hands on this call and it started with... Hello, Jessica, you know? (laughs) Right. That part makes me really emotional because it is the the heart underneath culture and underneath frequency is the relationships and the trust and the love and the patience and everything that, that we've built in this little community. Okay, well, next up, let's go in order of chronology because I'm a Virgo. Uh, (laughs) Ina Garkusha. Our second OG of the OGs. So talk about your journey with culture. Yeah. Um, there's so much to talk about, I feel like. I think we met at an art gallery. Uh, we have mutual friends in common. And we hit it off. Did we meet at that event at Spinx? Was that our first time meeting? I think it was. No. We no? met at Martha Cooper's opening at Wish. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's right. That's where we met. We met through art. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Oh, yeah. Um, But it was at that Spanx event that we actually talked about Mm -hmm. the podcast for the first time. Um, I was, like, deep in the throes of being a very scrappy, broke entrepreneur Uh, who's trying to, like, run a videography business. Um, And I was literally just, like, so eager to take on whatever work and, like, new opportunities that came my way that when you brought up your podcast, I think I, like, just jumped... jumped and was like, hey, I if you need help, <laughs> if you ever need help, if you ever need a hand, I'm super available, super free, super eager to help you out. And you took me up on the offer. I was like, I think I do need help, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I started working on your episodes with you. Um, and I think quickly it sort of evolved into um a much tighter relationship between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it eventually led to me working for you at Frequency and like eventually meeting my fiance. I mean, I would say like, like Cultured has had a monumental role in my life. I think, I think it's safe to say that it's changed my life. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy, right? Because like, people so easily so readily like mock podcasts these days because they're everywhere but they're there's such a when you approach them with that passion and and care it's like it's a service of your heart you know it's coming out of your heart and 
What's been so special about this whole team is that we approach it with so much heart. And it is by far our smallest production (laughs) of all of them now. We keep it small. And it's been like the hardest decision ever to come to this point of being like, okay, it's time to move on from actively producing this show. Netflix, if you're listening, if we sent this to your email, it's fine. (laughs) Right. If we literally recorded it, put it in a boombox, showed up outside your house, held the boombox over our heads, played the, the episode. It's We're just coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Kismet is what I like to call it. Anywho, perfect segue. Kismet is the absolute perfect segue to now go over to Becca because I love our origin story. I will say I just got a vision of maybe it's not like Netflix making culture the movie, but maybe it's... You know how people make um, like backup plans with another person in their life where they're like, if we're not married by the age 40, let's get married and we'll make a family. Like, I feel like our plan should be when we're all retired and like 80 years old, if we don't have anything else going on, we'll reboot Cultured and revive it at that time. I'm in. Oh my God. Are you saying we're going to be the golden girls of podcasting? Maybe. Are you saying we're going to be the Golden Introducing Girls? Introducing our new podcast called The Golden Girls of Podcasting. <laughs> golden Culture. <laughs> All right. Wow. I took that off the rails. Um, back to... <laughs> Thanks, Becca. Yeah, totally blaming no Becca. That was definitely her idea. <laughs> so... Jessica inspired me to do a quick search for Cultured Podcast in my email, and I'm happy to report that about a year and a few months before I had any official capacity, I had already signed up and I got the the double debut day email in August 2017. The newsletter? Yes. And um, and then I just listened all. I loved the show. I'm proud to report that I have one of my, um, I sent in my inspiration and it was about uh, riding to work at the AJC on MARTA and the cool things that I would see on MARTA. I remember this. And you read it and I heard my name and I was so excited. And then fast forward to a year or so later and I was ready to move on from the AJC. And we were in a group of mutual friends. And I remember you were at my house for like a pumpkin carving activity, I think. And we were standing in my kitchen and you were like, I've started something and um, I need some help. And I thought of you. And so I was like, oh, interesting. And we talked more and more about it. And then I came on board and in addition to other things I was doing, I became Cultured's associate producer. And that's my first and only AP credit on a podcast (laughs) so far. And so I'm very proud of it. And I love doing it. And there's so many things about it that I love, but I won't skip ahead right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a trip down memory lane. I remember that pumpkin carving party. I took it as an opportunity to create marketing assets for my then very new business. I had just signed on Sales Loft. So I carved their logo on one side and I carved the first iteration of the Frequency logo into the other side and I created a GIF and I couldn't use it because I could never announce it because I didn't know how things were done back then. (laughs) You don't announce until it's ready to announce. So, oh man, that's such a trip. And then I remember, Bex, you and I 
going to Mescalitos, Mescalitos, the Mexican restaurant, and like having an official like, okay, here's the conversation. And okay, we're about to potentially work together. And I just like had this feeling inside. I was like, this is like the fit. We were in a mutual friend group, but we never got super, super close, which actually was like, in my opinion, like kismet because, and this is why I'm like, kismet is like what I think of when I think of you, because we've gotten close through frequency and through cultured in a way that I don't think we ever would have been able to do in just a mutual friend group. Yeah, absolutely. Co-working in your apartment. The creative wonderland. Yes. The creative. You guys, I miss being in person so hard. (laughs) Oh my God. Speaking of being in person, I have to add that Michelle would tell me about Ina and then about Becca. And when I finally met y'all, it was like being starstruck because I, I felt like I had been working with you and that I'd heard about you so much that when I really got to know you and work with you, it was the coolest feeling. Aww. Same. I have a question for the group. What has been a highlight moment for you when it comes to culture, like a favorite guest or a favorite episode or just a favorite moment overall? Good question. Jess, I'll start with you. There's a long list of favorites, but the recurring theme of so many of my favorite guests and episodes has to do with the fact that Michelle and I are both theater nerds. Yep. (laughs) So whenever there was anything to do with theater, it was like I was so excited to do my job. I was going to listen to a podcast and work on the transcript and the episode description for theater. That was always a highlight for me. And then I think one of my favorite guests, surprisingly, because it's not theater, is um, Amanda Ping Bodipakya. Yes, she's amazing. Just, I think, as a listener, listening to that episode and hearing that intersection between science and art get played with was a completely different way of thinking Mm. than I had ever done before. And I found myself revisiting it long after it had come out and drawing inspiration from it. Also, I always love Michelle's What's Inspiring Her. I tried to cut that from the structure a few times and I was like, no, "No." we were not going to let that happen. Mm -mm. No, that's a that's And it was a quick no. Like we shut that down. Like Michelle, we'd be like, well, you know, I think we've done a lot of inspiration. We're like, we need some inspiration. The inspiration has been such a a big part of the show in each episode because it's like Michelle's opportunity to like spread goodness and light out into the world. And I think that that like really is refreshing and like such a breath of fresh air for people we get to learn about who Michelle is as a person and not just who she is like as a host who likes to ask people questions. And so the inspiration is like when we, you know, get to see Michelle just like be herself. Um, So we could never, I mean, it was never even a question of whether we could (laughs) cut it or not. Of course it had to stay. It was hard. That's one of those things that only if you listen to the behind the scenes like this, do you realize, you know, what actually goes into those. The inspiration when things, you know, as I'm building this company now, like all of a sudden 
there are days that are really hard or that I'm really tired or that I just, I have to record it because we have timelines with production, but I have a billion other things to do and I'm I'm tired and I don't want to do it. And I would have to sit there and be like, what's inspiring me? And it was honestly a good exercise (laughs) because in those moments is when you actually, you know, when it helps you the most to stop and ask yourself like, what inspires you? Oh, but Ina knows because that poor woman, you had to like pull the recordings out of me. Like, Michelle, just ping, just a ping, just a ping. And I'm like, I'll do it later. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that it does add because, you know, there were days where it added to my life because I didn't want to do it. And it and it's shown a light. The Tasmanian devil in me wants me to ask you what's inspiring you today now. <laughs> Ooh, I actually have an answer for that because I have had a rough week. And I think in tough moments, I can say that in this tough moment, I've, I'm inspired by the circle of support that I have. And one of the things I've worked on recently is to learn to ask for support and help because I have that circle around me. And so in in going through this tough time as early on as yesterday, got a lot of support and guidance. And when I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, I have a lot of people around me who are willing to be, as I call them, Jessica knows this very well, my gut checks and just ensure that I'm on the right track from a honestly, from a spirit, from a soul perspective, because ain't nothing in this world as important as your soul being authentic and um, attuned to, to higher vibrations. Nothing in the world is more important. Amen. See, this is why they had to stay in the episode. Like we're all <laughs> nodding and going like, God, that's so true. I'm just a soul <laughs> standing in front of three women <laughs> oh. begging for sleep. <laughs> Michelle, when was the moment where you really like felt in your groove when you realized like, this is my podcast. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now with this microphone. The second my tiny little first microphone was delivered to me, I plugged it in and spoken to it. I swear to God, I was like an addict from that moment on. I just, I don't think people know that the first episode of Cultured, which is about Iceland, because the initial iteration was going to include like travel and food culture and stuff. And then I just refined it over time. But that first episode about Iceland was meant to be just a microphone test. And I just sat down and started like riffing about Iceland. And I was like, you know what? That's not too bad. And I'm going to just release it so that I can like feel that momentum and get started. And I owned it a little as I do with all things. If I believe in something, I'm going to own it with my whole self from the very beginning. And so I was like calling up all my artist friends. I mean, I was already connected to like the arts community in Atlanta. So I just like lined up all my friends to come over to my apartment at the Mattress Factory Lofts and record with me in a tiny little corner, tiny little desk with the tiniest little microphone as I was holding this tiny little Samson Go mic between us. (laughs) That's why, you know, like on the last episode, I said, like, I'm not going to be the host of Cultured anymore. And then I corrected myself and said, like, I'll always be the host of Cultured because that's how it feels is like Cultured is forever a part of me. Hmm. 
Me too. You guys are getting misty. Me three. (laughs) Cool, Becca. That's fine. Me four. Me four. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll make up for it by saying some of my notable highlights. So I have always loved art, but my world was more music and literature, more so than it was actually really kind of digging in deep into artists and the kinds of art that they make and that they create. And so this was really, really fun for me to have my actual job be to kind of scour the internet and sometimes galleries. And for instance, one guest I found through my uh, Georgia State alumni magazine and uh, Drew Tate's that's right. So, <laughs> oh my God, that's right. That was two episodes ago. Yeah. 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 I was happy. I got one in there from from something like that. But it's just been such a joy to really have my job to be to get inspired by what these amazing people are doing and then to hear you talk to them in a way that I don't think they are often talked to in this very down-to-earth, intriguing conversational format. And every time that I booked a guest, it was exciting, like getting that email back where they agree. I oh, it just gave me a thrill, um, especially mm-hmm. when it was someone who we sort of didn't expect to get, like yeah. uh, Jean-Pierre Roy. Um, oh, my gosh. That yeah. was a big one. And yeah. so those were always great. And then um, the happy hour we did at Lee and White was mm-hmm. so much fun. It was very casual. It was a small group, but it we did have one cultured guest show up, Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, and a big fan and that was that was cool to go again from like the a lot of it is has been done separately especially in 2020 and to bring everybody together and see it in real life was was really fun for me. That was a definite highlight for me too. I mean, it was such a small little gathering, but it was so, it's very reflective of the cultured crew, which is all about quality and like loyalty and like loyalty is a weird word to use, but you know what I mean? It's, It's the people who are always listening to every episode. And so it's clearly a niche show, but our little world, our little microcosm at Cultured is so full of love and passion. And that, happy hour was such a perfect mini microcosmic embodiment of that because it was here in Atlanta where it was just like a celebration of, hey, there's like this little thing in the world that brings us all together. Definite highlight for me. I loved how guests would then become friends. Yeah. Yes. And how we would be, you know, the crew working behind the scenes and then we became close. It felt yes. like the relationships that grew out of it were everywhere. Yeah, I think the show carries that energy. Like the the show, you know, we keep talking about the show because it's it's this abstract thing that we all created together, but at the end of the day, it's it's almost like it has its own magnetic pull at this point and it embodies joy and inspiration, creativity, curiosity, um and just a good high vibration where everyone is seen as human and also welcomed into this space space of self expression that is so fundamental to us as human beings so i think that's the pull that it has um and it's a, it's a bit of a safe space you know for us as a team and then also as a cultured crew and definitely like one of my greatest highlights is the friendships i've made like <laughs> 
I'm in touch with so many of the artists that we've had on the Cultured Podcast. Like so many. And just text conversations, support. Amanda is one of the newest, you know, additions to my friend group that comes from Cultured. And I mean, Alicia Oxy and I still keep in touch and get together every time she's in Atlanta or I'm in Los Angeles. I mean, it's a fan pro. Oh, yeah. right. oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> van pro <laughs> bro we all just like hemorrhaged <laughs> oh my god who is now on the on the freaking frequency team oh god so yeah it has this magnetic pull and i think these conversations go so deep and we we are so raw with each other that it's like we become friends I'm like this lucky, lucky person who gets to travel so many places across the world, Eastern and Western hemispheres. And I could probably call up all these people and have lunch when there's not a raging virus. That's a huge highlight to me. And it's funny because we now are in the business of podcasting. So there's always like a business goal attached to the podcast that we create. And they're mission-driven or we can align with a certain mission. But at the end of the day, there's business goals attached. and yet cultured has just been passion. The goal has been, let's make something cool and let's put our hearts into it. So, you know, winding down now on this conversation that has been so beautiful and actually a real highlight this hard week and this day (laughs) we've all had. What are your, I want to hear from each of you, like what are your hopes for cultured moving forward, this energy that we just spoke of? The culture crew will always be a family. And my hope is that more people stumble upon it and slip and fall madly in love with it the way that I have and accidentally be so many episodes deep, realizing that you're slightly obsessed. And for those that already listen, I hope that they share a sentiment to what we're saying right now where they feel part of something that uh, is both on air and off. I hope they feel part of a forever family. My hope is that the energy of culture continues to emanate and cause vibrations in this world so that the people who listen to it especially can be contagious as they continue on with the mindset to keep it classy, keep it curious, and keep it cultured. Ina? I mean, honestly, my hope is that, like, whatever iteration of culture that is ending now is just, it's not dying. What it's actually doing is just evolving further and taking us somewhere else. Like, I fully expect that the next show that the four of us create together is going to be cultured, but with just like a new like idea and concept and feel, uh, but still the same spirit at the end of the day. Amen to that. Yeah, I, I'm in a space with cultured where I'm, I'm very ready to move on. It's easy to say that until it starts becoming real. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this was more a part of my identity than I realized. So, you know, I certainly hope more people keep discovering it 
the original mission of Cultured was always to make people who like art but never found it approachable feel like they have a space to experience it that's super approachable. I hope that that continues on forever. I would like to um, and give us all a a snap for Cultured having five-star overall rating on Apple Podcast as of today. Hell yes! Snap! You know, obviously, like, snaps for everyone who left a review and rated and also who's been listening this whole time. It really, really means the world. There's so much work that goes into this and so much love that goes into it. So, like... Every pair of ears on this baby is, on this baby, is really special. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I love you. I love you so much. You're special. So (laughs) I wish I could tell you this was an act that I put on for you, but uh, this is basically just me. (laughs) Oh, that's Michelle. That's Michelle. For sure. So, you know, speaking of Michelle and this crew and who we are together, we exist, uh, we are cultured. And so while cultured, we're not going to be actively producing episodes, we are all continuing on. And we're still making super cool stuff together. I mean, we really are like, what the things this team makes, I mean, exceed are like, make me exceedingly proud every single time we release something new. So I want to shout out a couple of our productions from the frequency side that are spearheaded by these brilliant women on this call. Hidden Voices is like Ina's baby. And it is a gorgeous production that is also super aligned with our mission. So I highly recommend everyone check that out because it has beautiful sound design, incredible storytelling, and we're about to launch season two very, very soon. So take a little list into that baby and think of Ina while you do. Ina, your culture producer, what's up? Carrying on the love. And then of course, our latest production that is an absolute whole team effort. I think almost every single person on the frequency team has had like a major impact on this production. Nope, every single person. I can actually say that every single person is the Jane Goodall Hope cast that we just launched in December 2020. And it might be the thing I'm most proud of in my life, (laughs) like literally. Um, So definitely, definitely give that a listen because you can start, you know, where Ina was talking about evolving this energy, that is what frequency is. And those are the productions we're releasing on frequency. So, you know, you can learn more about those productions. I just mentioned two of many that we're super proud of. Um, And you can keep tabs on your cultured team, your cultured fam at Frequency Media uh, across all different platforms. And that's a millennial spelling, as you guys already know, because I've talked about Frequency a good bit on the podcast. That's F-R-Q-N-C-Y. People can find us on all platforms with the handle at Frequency Media. People can go to Frequency.media, our website. People can sign up for our newsletter there as well. Isn't that right, Michelle? That's right. Should we all do one last keep it classy, keep it curious together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is so great. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Keep, keep it, it classy. Keep, keep it curious. Keep it cultured. Culture. 
visit culturedpodcast.com for show notes and subscription links. The Cultured Podcast is a production of my podcast production company, Frequency Media. I'm the host, Michelle Corey. Ina Garkusha is our fabulous producer. Becca Godwin is our wonderful associate producer. And we're recording in Atlanta, Georgia. All right, so we're going to kick off, yeah? Yes, I'm recording. Okay. Becca, are you recording? Cool. Should I stop and start over so it's... Watermelon. No. Watermelon. Watermelon. Radishes. Watermelon radishes. Rhubarb and cabbages. Watermelon radishes. Watermelon radishes. Rhubarb. Rapages and radishes and cabbages. Watermelon <laughs> cabbage. Rube, rutabaga. Uh, and radish. Rutabaga. <laughs> Watermelon cabbage. Bruta Bega Radish. Watermelon Catch. Watermelon Catch. Watermelon Catch. Yeah. With a baseball bat. <laughs> okay. 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 This is good. This is good. With a baseball bat. You know what? It works. It does. It, it does. I'm getting the Bruta Bega mood. You know what I mean? Ra, ra. Welcome, Bebes. We're writing songs on this episode. I, I, I got really quiet. I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. She's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but for real. Here we go.